0: Hello, this is Jim Karp with Raymond. And I had the good fortune to sit down with Robin Schneider, the executive director at the inaugural event for the MICIA. And this is a a quick synopsis of what we talked about. First, we talked about the enthusiasm and the excitement at the event itself. Then we morphed into talking about some of the short-term, mid-term, and long-term goals. So let's cut over to that conversation right now, and I'll be back at the tail end. This is Jim Carp. I'm here with Robin Schneider. And Robin, we've had an exciting start to the MICIA for the first conference. Give us the big picture of the conference, where things are, you know, the objectives behind it and where things are headed.
1: Absolutely. Um, Our members, um, which are state-licensed provisioning centers, Growers, processors, secure transporters and testing labs. Those members work so hard, long hours. uh, They're in a very stressful situation working to comply with state regulations, um, source product for their facilities, as well as, um, you know, building a new industry, really. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that we've noticed is that our members really love to get together and network and have a lot of fun. And there's a certain camaraderie there when we get all of the business owners uh, together. They uh, are in similar situations. They can relate to each other. They're going through some of the same struggles. And so it really builds a community to uh, put events on for our members where they can, you know, get away for a little bit and forget about some of their problems. And so that was really, um, you know, the idea behind the summer conference was let's show our members a good time and bring everyone together, give them that ability to build those relationships that are so important when you're building a new industry.
0: And talking about relationships, last mm-hmm. night you had a wine tasting over at the vineyard?
1: We did. Um, we went to Torch Lake Wine Cellars and it was actually our first MICIA state pack reception. Um, it was an incredible turnout and our members gave very generously to the pack. It was Blown away, um, and I—I've got a background in fundraising. Mm-hmm. Um, far exceeded my expectations, and and uh, I was very grateful to them. But they had a really good time. Um, we're able to hang out in the vineyard. Um, you know, try some of the um, ciders that are made there on site, and we had you know food for them, and it's just a very beautiful location on the top of a hill overlooking overlooking Lake Bel Air, um, and so our, our members have all said that they had a wonderful time. In fact, when the vineyard closed, and we came back to uh, Shanny Creek here. Um, most of them stayed up until about one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> just you know, talking about, about the industry and um, making a lot of the connections. Oh, making those connections, and they just they had a really great time.
0: Right then, this morning we kicked off with the conference itself. We did.
1: Everyone was up and bright and early and ready to go, and uh, we started our breakfast and uh, we had some educational sessions here um, with our event sponsors, uh, about three hours of educational sessions. And then our members uh, jumped on back on the bus and went to their golf tournament.
0: And then this evening, you've got a keynote speaker and a dinner plan.
1: We do, absolutely. Um, so for tonight's dinner, um, we are very excited to have uh, Andrew Brisbo, the executive director of the Michigan Regulatory Agency, Um He will be coming to talk to us about the rollout of the adult use program and the new rules that were just released uh, last week, and we are looking forward to hearing from him. We also have Matthew Schweik from the Marijuana Policy Project coming, Um, very excited to see Matthew, we worked on the campaign with, for the Coalition to Regulate Marijuana Like Alcohol. I was the campaign's finance director, um, and so we worked on that campaign together, and he's just an incredible person to work with after a victory, um, sharing a victory like that on last election night. Um, always good to have him back to Michigan for an, another victory lap. I
0: think you have Yusuf talking tonight as well?
1: Representative Robbie will be speaking as well tonight. And um, he's such a great public speaker, but he's such a strong um, supporter of our issue and, um, you know, uh, not just um, for cannabis businesses, but social justice in general. And so he's been there uh, for us for a long time.
0: Okay. So we're off to a good start with this as the the first summer conference. I know you've got several planned out for the future. Mm You've got a lot of aggressive ideas for the the future as well. How about if we wind the clock back, share a little bit of the journey and the story behind building out this entire association. And then next what we can do is talk about where things are headed and some of the things on your agenda for the near-term future.
1: Absolutely. Um, During the Proposal One campaign, um, I spent a lot of time uh, working directly with the business owners, um, fundraising, um, attending a lot of events, and you know, years of building relationships, um, even before that, and during the campaign, they uh, reached out and said, you know, we're going to need um, representation. Um, To protect our businesses as we're, you know, they were back then applying just for medical licenses. um, And they said, you know, we're going to need someone to look out for us and, and someone we can trust to advocate for our companies and make sure that this program is going smoothly. And, um, I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, but I have an election to win. And, <laughs> and I was very, um, uh, and I'm like that. I'm very project focused. I, if I start something, I'm not going to mm-hmm. start something else until I finish it. And so, um, once the, uh, election night happened, November 6th, and we won, uh, legalization, uh, I started getting calls right away from business owners saying, are you ready to do this? Because we, wanna, we want our own association. And um, I said, okay, well... Let me just get my bearings. I'm coming off of a two-year ballot initiative. Now, if you know anything about ballot initiatives, I say only crazy people do them. It is so much work and so much travel and time, and and it's, uh, it's, you know, once the um, campaign is over, whether you win or lose, you're just like, wow, um, it's done. And Mm -hmm. so I said, give me a minute to get my bearings here, and then in um, early January of this year, um, the... Stores had run completely out of product, entire cities were closing, things were not going well. And again, I got the call and said, hey, it's time. So we launched with a press conference in the Capitol. Mm -hmm. Um, Representative Robbie, who's here today, he was there with us um, for our launch. And, um, And our members got up and said, we're forming the Michigan Cannabis Industry Association. And oh, by the way, we have an emergency. Everyone's closing. We don't have enough product. Um, a couple of hours later, um, the department um, and the governor's office issued a new um, set of policies that um, allowed the, them to re, restock their shelves, and everyone reopened, and that was the launch. <laughs> and, okay. Um, you know, and since then, it's been interesting as the association has grown. Um, you know, there's a lot of different political ideas, mm-hmm. um, uh, different agendas, and we don't always agree on everything, but when we do agree on things, one thing I know is we can get them done. And so we tend to focus on what we do agree on, and when there are disagreements, um, we try as an association to respect the industry as a whole. And that's one thing that our board of directors, we discuss a lot, um, that if you're here representing this association when you're voting, you need to be thinking about the overall health and welfare of the entire industry not just your own license type. Uh-huh. And so um, I've, I'm very happy with um, with our board and the decisions they've made um, to guide me in the work that I'm doing um, to make sure that we're being fair for everybody.
0: Okay. So when you talk guidance, what's on the short-term agenda, long-term agenda, and where's the vision of things headed?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the short-term agenda is um, – assisting as many of our grower members as possible is getting up and running and getting their supply going. We're spending a lot of time um, working with, uh, because of the supply shortage, working with um, new licensed growers, pre-qualified growers, um, helping connect them to potential funding sources, um, really any tools that they need, even introducing them to companies like Raymond that can provide services for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they need, uh, cyber security. They need, um, accounting. They need, um, all kinds of, you know, security systems and electricity. I, I know that consumers energy is here at our conference. We're thrilled, thrilled to have them here. Oh, I bet um, you they're
0: thrilled that everybody's growing now too.
1: Uh, well, I, I know that, you know, we're looking forward to working with them on some energy saving programs. Um, but, you know, really supporting those um, grower members because really without um, successful grows, we have nothing. And, and it really all starts from a seed. And so we need to um, do everything we can to support them and help them um, get their grows up and running so that we have a healthy, robust, well-supplied um, industry here.
0: Okay, so near-term, get everybody up and get running. Get
1: everybody up and running,
0: yes. mid long-term, other areas that you'd like to focus
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, we have a number of um, political issues that we're interested in, supporting uh, expungement effort, um, you know, uh, social equity, um, whatever we can do to support that so that um, everybody has the opportunity to participate in this industry on various levels. Mm -hmm. Um, Working uh, with local municipalities just as a source of information um, as they're deciding whether to opt in or opt out mm-hmm. of the program, obviously encouraging them to uh, opt in because we believe that regulation actually creates safety for mm-hmm. communities. So we want to see, um, you know, them embrace this program. Um, and and other than that, I, I think uh, saving our members time and money, that's really important to us. But one of the best benefits of an association um, is the ability to, uh, leverage your buying power with your members and creating discount programs for them. Um, this is one of the most expensive startup industries. It's extremely expensive. And um, with everything that our our members are spending, we want to find every way that we can to save them money mm-hmm. and time. So uh, it's become very common. Uh, we have a business development director, Ryan Besore. He's amazing. Um, I'm constantly pairing him with... Um, our ancillary company members and uh, and our members and saying, you know, Oh, you need this call Ryan, or, you know, you want to provide a program for our members to take advantage of talk to Ryan, let's set up a program. Mm -hmm. Um, And our members are really, I get calls every day. um, Hey, do we have a deal with uh, Comcast or do we have a deal with, you know, I mean, they want to know who, who we have deals with. and, And then I can just tell them, Oh, you need this, go, go here. And they are, always so excited and come back and say, I got 10% discount. And, you know, this is going to save me this much a year. And it really does add up. And they, they appreciate that because that's going to increase their profit margins overall.
0: Okay, so how many members are, uh, are part of the association at this point?
1: You know last I checked we had 130 but over the last couple of weeks we've had a lot of people sign up so I, would, I I would if I were guessing I'd say we're about 150 but okay. I haven't looked at the hard numbers I've been a little busy planning the conference. Oh yeah, and there's um, a lot
0: to uh, uh, doing conferences aren't there?
1: Yeah, I was a little surprised when I got up this morning and all of our gift bags were already gone and I said, "Well, how many people are here? Are we going to have enough food for dinner?" and We'll see. Yep. <laughs> you know, so. But you never know. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that kind of happens um Yeah, we had some people register online this morning and book hotel rooms this morning. I guess they heard about how much fun we had at the vineyard last night. They decided to drive up after all.
0: And then I think tomorrow you've got another event for planned for Thursday?
1: Of course. So, you know, when when we plan events um, for our members, I like to ask myself, what would I want to do if I was going to go have fun? And I Mm -hmm. said, you know, we need to get them out on Torch Lake Sandbar. Um, So we rented... um, a fleet of pontoon boats, and uh, we have a DJ Rock City on his way up right now in a party bus, and he is going to set up his equipment on the pontoon boat, and we are going to have a party on the sandbar tomorrow. Um, And so we're pretty excited about it. We did get permission from the county sheriff, so we're good there. Um, We will be responsible, but, you know, we want our members to, you know, get together, have a good time, and I come up with some of these crazy ideas, like, you know... DJ on the sandbar party, but I've been coming up here up north a lot. I like to spend a lot of time outdoors with my family, Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, it's just being Michigan and having an association, we want to make sure that our members are getting to see the best side of Michigan as well.
0: That's great. So today is our inaugural podcast. Yes. Going forward, we're going to have a series of different topics that we can cover. We're going to interview different people and and get different concepts going. And the goal is is to add as much value that we can to the members of the association.
1: Absolutely. And we're very excited to uh, be launching the podcast with you. Thank you so much. Yeah,
0: our pleasure. Any additional thoughts or comments before we part?
1: Um, well, I would just say if you're not a member of the Michigan Cannabis Industry Association, you know, you should probably consider joining so you won't miss out on all of these fun events that we have, member saving programs, and those valuable relationships that we work so hard to build.
0: All right. Thanks for your time, Robin. Thank you. This puts the wraps on the first inaugural podcast for the association. We've got a lot of uh, ideas queued up for the future to keep you informed as to what's transpiring within the industry. So stay tuned. There's a lot more to come.